0: If you are looking for a church home, please know that you are in it, and you have found it, and we are so glad that you have joined us this morning. I hope that you will continue to support us and our ministry. You may visit our website, and we hope to see you in worship again soon. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling.
1: And
0: the Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Please join me in the Jubilate. Together, be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age.
2: Psalm appointed for today is number 105, verses 1 through 11. O give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wonderful works he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of his servant Abraham, children of Jacob, his chosen ones, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He is mindful of his covenant forever. Of the word that he commanded, For a thousand generations, the covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute to Israel, as an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. The word of the Lord.
1: Chapter 3, at Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, although I am only a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right i do i now do according to your word indeed i give you a wise and discerning mind no one like you has been before you and no one like you shall arise after you the word of the lord be to God. the third song of isaiah Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
3: A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God. We are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined, to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. When then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own Son, but gave him up for all of us, in Christ Jesus our Lord the word of the Lord Amen. the song of the redeemed O ruler of the universe Lord God great deeds are they that you have done surpassing human understanding your ways are ways of righteousness and truth O king of all ages who could fail to do you homage Lord and sing the praises of your name For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Matthew. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous, and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered, Yes. And he said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household, who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. The word of the Lord.
0: Jesus says to them at the end of the parables, have you understood all this? And they say yes, and I'm thinking to myself, no, I don't get any of it. What the heck are you talking about, Jesus? I get the part about the mustard seed, I get the part about the the pearl, but the treasure, they're all sort of devious. The leaven is hidden. The treasure, they find something, but the, the person that finds the treasure doesn't go and try to find who owns the treasure, he, sell, he buys the field and keeps it, it just seems to fly in the face of what we believe is right and good living. Then the part with the fish, I listen to a podcast every week called Working Creature and they said when you get to that part of the parable, just forget it and throw it all away, you just, you're not going to understand. So I figure if three professors from the, a Lutheran seminary don't understand, I'm in pretty good company. But we all understand inherently the story of the mustard seed. How many of us went to vacation Bible school or taught vacation Bible school and of course at one point in the week we would take a mustard seed and put it in a little capsule and put a string around it through it and string it around our necks and then wear it. And then about six months later our mothers would find them in a drawer All kind of moldy and icky looking and they and she would wonder what in the world was this and throw it away and then of course I would wonder where my mustard seed was and I would become quite upset because it was very important to me and that's what the mustard seed is it is tiny it seems unimportant but as Jesus tells the disciples and the people that are listening to these parables It grows into a huge tree. Mustard seeds do not grow into trees though, they grow into bushes. So he's kind of massaging the truth a little bit to let people know that birds and animals can come and nest in it. But as we know, birds and animals do not nest in bushes. But it's all code that Matthew has written. The code that Matthew is talking about in all of these parables is that we have to allow others into our lives. And he's speaking specifically to his followers in, the commu- in his community, Matthew's community. Because the Gentiles were beginning to come in. And there was, as we know, when there's a new group of people... Sometimes we don't like that. We like it just to be ourselves. Don't don't let those new people come in. Let's just keep it. Let's just keep it here. We like everybody. We know everybody. And Matthew was saying, "No, that's not the way the kingdom is. The kingdom starts small and it can't help but grow and grow and grow, like the woman with the leaven. We all know that bread has become the catchphrase for the pandemic for some reason sourdough in particular has become very popular and there's columns and gallons of ink spilled with bread recipes and things like that because bread takes two, has two things in it it takes patience and it doesn't take a lot you can make bread fairly easily with very few ingredients And the other piece of it is is that it's small and it becomes large, just like the kingdom. We don't want our kingdom to stay small. We want our kingdom to grow and to flourish. We want the people that come through these doors to run out into the streets and say what a great experience they had here at Emmanuel this morning. Or when they're online and they tell their friends, you really need to tune in next week because they have one heck of an organist, let me just tell you. <laughs> but mustard seeds also were not allowed to be planted in a field. So that was the other piece that Jesus was discuss- was telling them that wasn't true. In Deuteronomy, when all the laws were given, one of them was you could plant mustard in a vegetable garden, But you couldn't plant mustard in a field because you couldn't mix two grains together. And we had the story last week of the wheat and the tares. So you want to keep everything separate, Jesus is saying. I mean, I'm sorry, he's not saying that. He's saying you can't keep the kingdom to itself. It's going to grow and it's going to spread and it's going to intermingle with other ways of life. And that's exactly what we are called to do. We're called to grow from little mustard seeds into huge bushes, bushes of compassion and love and truth and justice, which is exactly what Solomon asked for in the book of Kings. It says he asks for wisdom, but in the Hebrew, what he really asks for is justice. And we ask for all those things as followers of the risen Christ, Jesus says to his disciples, if a seed falls to the ground and dies, what springs up? New life. It's really a foreshadowing of resurrection. All of these stories in these parables this morning are foreshadowing of the resurrection. What we thought was is not, because something new and exciting and different is taken hold, and Matthew is telling his followers not to keep it to themselves, not to keep it to just the people like them, but to make sure that everyone knows and everyone understands that they are loved and accepted when they walk into a church or when we meet them on the street. There is no us and them, there is only we, and we are one in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.
2: Join with me, please, in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. O oh God, the protector of all who rest in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply on us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we lose not the things eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In union, blessed Jesus, with the faithful gathered at every altar of your church, where your blessed body and blood are offered this day, and remembering particularly my own parish, and those worshiping, especially those on our parish prayer list. Eric, Jason, Jessica, Jennifer, Jordan, Linnea, Lisa, Nikki, Molly, Nancy, Nick, Peg, Rob, Eli, Jim, Walt, Will, Stephen, Mel, Rich, Ann, Susie, Oscar, Kristen, Mary, Ruth, Ellen, Anna, and Tricia, I long to offer you praise and thanksgiving for the creation and all the blessings of this life, for the redemption won for us by your life, death, and resurrection, for the means of grace and the hope of glory, especially Sparky, Phyllis, John, Lewis, and particularly, For the blessings given me and for those celebrating a birthday, Mary and Megan, I believe that you are truly present in the Holy Sacrament. And since I cannot at this time receive communion, I pray you to come into my heart. I unite myself with you and embrace you with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. Let nothing separate me from you. Let me serve you in this life until, by your grace, I come to your glorious kingdom and unending peace.
0: Amen. Amen. Holy God, as we open our doors and welcome in those who will come, may we recognize you among them. As we make our churches safe to enter and care for those who come through them, may we recognize you as our strong defense. As we say our prayers and light our candles, may we recognize you in the midst of our new common life. As we resume our life and live our lives, may we recognize you as our life today, tomorrow, and always. Amen. O oh God, you have made the blood of, one, of all the peoples of the earth
2: Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to, to whom with, with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and
0: glory throughout, throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be our God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen.